0: This is episode 115 on The Heropreneur Show. Today we have Working in Your Feminine Energy with Ainsley Young. Welcome to The Heropreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lackovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to uplevel your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, this is the episode I have been waiting for. You have heard me preach a little bit over the years about working like a woman, like like a man, using our feminine energy. Well, today is the episode that it all starts to unravel. I really, really hope us pulling back the curtain on this today, if you haven't been around it, if you haven't heard it, but you've been feeling like just you're not happy doing what you're doing there's got to be a better way in how you work this is it this is the episode that you need to listen to Because today we have Ainsley Young and Ainsley Young is a feminine embodiment business coach and mentor. She is absolutely passionate about helping business women, high achieving business women work smarter, not harder, how to combine their feminine energy into their business and get a better wisdom of their body and also skyrocket their business results. In 2018, Ainsley was awarded a Hong Kong Women's Leadership in Business Award. She was also a finalist in the Business U International Coach of the Year category. Also Emerging Coach of the Year, she has been listed on Young Entrepreneur to Watch in Anhills Hill's 30 Under 30 Rising Stars. She has a podcast called The Feminine Business School, and it debuted at number one on iTunes in Hong Kong and in Singapore, and number two in Australia. She is a mum, and today is just an incredible interview. Now, don't you love those serendipity moments? I actually knew Ainsley years back not personally, but through a professional setting and to see where she has gone in business to meet up again and to see what she's doing in the world. It was beautiful. And we got to do that because she came on board as a Convert Club member because she wanted to change more women's lives. And just a reminder that the show is brought to you by Convert Club. Convert Club is about helping you get your message right, helping you be able to convert that inquiry so you can get more clients, you can change more lives with doing what it is that you do. And being able to learn how to sell without that hardcore sizzle, you know, they used to say in the old days, you know, sell the sizzle. Well, it's how do you do it with integrity? How do you get your words and articulate the value that it is that your product or service does? So you can change as many lives as you possibly can with your incredible business, but how do you do it without the burnout? And that's where we're going today. I do need to give you a heads up. I've got this brand new mic. Doesn't it sound great? It sounds beautiful. I don't know what the heck happened in the interview, but it's like I'm I'm sitting in a toilet interviewing her, and I'm not because you can see on Instagram the video reel from this interview. Though, um, please bear with me. We tried to do stuff with the audio, but it just. Um Yeah, we just couldn't fix it. When it comes to audio, you can make it a bit softer, but you just can't make it sound rounder with that real radio quality. So my apologies there. This interview is too good to hide, though. We have to get it out. Enjoy it. She's got an incredible gift that she's sharing with you today. I actually downloaded it myself. Let me introduce you to Ainsley Young. I would love to know where in this beautiful planet are you right now?
1: I am based in Singapore, but I am originally from Australia and I've been living in Asia for the last six and a half years, so between Hong Kong and Singapore. You're a Sydney girl because you're at one of my events, I think my first event
0: like in 2012. This is a long time ago. My gosh, have you like gone a long way since then, (laughs) (laughs) career-wise?
1: Yeah. And, and distance. Exactly. Like all, I had a product-based business back then when I first met you. So, yeah, a lot of things have changed. Yeah.
0: And, and what's the change now? We've got a female embodiment coach is what you are, mentor, speaker. You run programs. You help transform women's lives. You help them be able to get the best out of their day. How did this start? Like where did this change happen? Because when we met in 2012, not that we really even spoke about this, but I'd love to know what sort of happened to get you into this into this area of expertise.
1: I guess I have always been a very driven, ambitious, hardworking woman. And when I met you, I had a product-based business and I was working full-time mm-hmm. in my marketing career. You know, I was on the, the up and up and I guess I moved to Hong Kong and for all different reasons, I closed that product-based business company and I moved into coaching because I've got a psych degree and I love positive psychology and I'd love coaching. Mm-hmm. Everything was going well, but I felt like I was pushing, pushing, not having the desired effect. And then all of a sudden I fell pregnant with my daughter which was a surprise and I came out of that newborn experience so mm. so depleted and I was depleted before pregnancy to be honest and I was spending you know as much time as possible so I was looking after my daughter 24-7 I had no help because I was in Hong Kong without any family and I thought I could work on my business 24-7 like just ridiculous <laughs> and I remember being on the lounge and my husband was I don't know where, somewhere overseas for work. And I could barely get off the lounge to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, like, you need a helper. And in um, Asia, you know, we have helpers or Mm housekeepers slash nannies. Like that was the only solution. And I went home and I'm like, there has to be a better way to run a business. Like other women are doing it, but it can't be this hustle, this drive, always being on
0: mm.
1: um, this linear path to success. There has to be a more sustainable and pleasurable way. And that's when I found one of my mentors um, and I was introduced to this world of feminine embodiment where it is about tapping into our feminine strengths and energy yeah. and creating sustainable, successful business and coupling it with the masculine. I'm still very passionate about the strategic mm. masculine mm-hmm. doing but this idea of tapping into the feminine first and yeah. then going the direction strategy path has been the way forward for me. And that's when I've seen my success really skyrocket.
0: If you think about it, most of well, business was created by men. We have this hierarchical structure that we're trying to get rid of. We had this programming that we had to work nine till five because that's what the man did he would leave in the morning and go to work and then come home and the woman was keeping the home bay. and you know it was only really 60 years ago when women got into the workforce women actually owned a bank account only 60 years ago like this is just crazy and here we are now creating businesses having our own wealth but we fell into the system of working like men and the one thing that you said which is the word that i resonated with the most which was a sustainable business and more importantly a sustainable happiness like the burnout is real and that's why i created the herpreneur wellness show was because i went through that major burnout and just like you it really that precipice was when i had braxton And here I am going brand new direction with the business, still doing my coaching, but putting it online, doing bigger events, going for like the seven figures, right? This was the whole thing we're programmed for, seven figures, seven figures. I did it when I should have been in the most beautiful part of my feminine ever. I had a baby. And just like you, I was working crazy hours and being a mum and, you know, the, the, the breakdown just happened. Just, you know, it was just a huge burnout about... I'd probably say about when he was 14 months old was when I really just hit rock bottom. I went, my gosh, I put on so much weight. I'm so stressed. And I remember saying to Pete, I'm just not happy. I don't know why I'm not happy. I'm successful, (laughs) but I'm not happy. And that's where I really want to go today is how do we... How do we have, and I love the word you said, pleasure. How do we have pleasure when we work? What was something that you felt like that you learned? What was one of the first things that you learned that you implemented that really started to go, "Uh aha, this is a major shift in how I work?
1: I really resonate with everything that you share around your burnout and and having Braxton. And something that really helped me, because I'm a nerd and I love learning, is like the five different levels of disassociation. So often we're first, we're like, Um, armor. Mm -hmm. And we're like, everything's okay. You know, and we're flicking things off and we're protecting this armor. And then we move into numbness and we're like, I just don't feel anything. I don't feel pleasure. Mm -hmm. I don't feel pain. I'm, I'm kind of successful, but I'm not happy. And then we move into the fire. And that's when we start to get angry. Like, you know, maybe you, and I know I'm angry. So about, you know, I, I didn't enjoy those first like the newborn stage of being mm-hmm. with my little ones yet because I was like I've got to build my business I've got to feel my business yes and then we move into the vulnerability and we start mm-hmm. to open up and then we move into our truth and we really mm-hmm. uncover like what it is that's holding us back all that narrative so that is once we really tune into that we're becoming more embodied we're like okay yeah. we're actually listening to how our body is responding rather than just our mind mm-hmm. but from all of that is how do we tap into the pleasure? Pleasure, to me, it's not, and this is a, a big barrier to pleasure for many women, is that we think it's just sexual. Because of yeah. being socialised by the patriarchy, the media, mm-hmm. toxic capitalism, it's just a sexualized definition. But pleasure yeah. is actually that whole body sense of aliveness that mm-hmm. we experience through our five senses and also inwards. We can actually experience pleasure. In it. So I can actually drop into pleasure like that by just tuning into my body. And let that radiate and I'm like if I can source everything for my business from that feeling rather than that should the strategy I have to things are going to change and they did and I found that I worked less but Mm -hmm. achieved more in a short amount of time just by using that as my anchor Um, and you know letting the feminine felt be the direction for what like the direction for the strategy to take rather Mm -hmm. than I think I should be doing this because that's what everyone's telling me to do and that's what everyone else is doing. What would feel pleasurable to me? What does my pleasure ask of me in this moment for this launch, for this client experience? and that's the
0: driver. The crazy thing is our business starts from that place, right? Yes. It starts from the creativity and our ability to envision something and then suddenly it's like we just go straight into it. And the one thing I always say um, on the podcast is that space is what helps us get back into our creative side of our business. So I always say at the end of the the show, which is what is the one thing that you can do on a regular basis that gets you back into alignment? Like we don't get our ideas when we're stressed at our desk. It just doesn't happen. So I'm so glad that you touched on this. It's all making sense for me why I say it. Um, What is feminine embodiment? Is this what you were just saying with tapping into these different layers? You're talking about these different layers. Can we dive in deeper about what is female embodiment? How do we get there? What do we have to do?
1: As a majority, a lot of us are disembodied. And a great way to mm. explain what embodiment is, to, to explain what a disembodied woman could look like, okay? And Love this it. is all examples from myself. So feeling numb, like not mm. feeling, like things might be going okay, but like you said, oh, I don't feel happy even though I'm successful. Mm. I just don't mm. feel anything. Feeling like you're not living into your full potential. You know there's capabilities there and possibility, but you're not living into it. Being people pleaser, always putting uh-huh. your priorities last. often not knowing what your purpose is you feel like Mm -hmm. you're struggling or like you know to to have clarity on what it is that you truly desire and then also Mm -hmm. not finding pleasure in things and this was a big thing for me I remember when I was studying my certification I was like pleasure I'm just going to skip that module but (laughs) once I dived into it I'm like oh my gosh this is like a puzzle piece for me and my business but we're all on a scale of embodiment so no one person is completely disembodied or embodied Mm -hmm. it's a sliding scale but This work is really powerful for people who Mm -hmm. may have been, you know, working with um, a therapist, a psychologist, or doing lots of mindset work, but but not breaking through. Mm -hmm. But when we can come into the tension or blocks, energetic blocks in our body and feel it, so, you know, I might say to you, Annette, if you're thinking about launching something, like where Mm -hmm. in your body are you, what are you you noticing in your body? Yes. like the tension in your throat. Yeah. And then the work that I do is like how do we release that? Because what Mm -hmm. we're doing is essentially creating a clean slate in your body, Mm -hmm. like we're showering it, so you can welcome in the pleasure, the creativity, the magnetism. Because if we're not, it's just everything is um, all the tension and – blocks are blocking the flow of our body. So it's like boulders, yes. if you think of that in your body. Mm-hmm. Rather mm-hmm. than having a beautiful stream, we've just got this little trickle of energy flowing through our body. So it's just releasing wow. all of that. So we've got this Unbelievable. beautiful What's the
0: difference then? And that's such a great description. What's the description of when a woman is working in their fem uh, in their masculine? Mm. What are we doing? And I feel like there's things that we have to do in business to yeah, yeah. still get the stuff done. And for me, I feel like it's structures and systems, but I'd love to get your take on it, being the expert in this area. Yeah. What, when a woman's working in her masculine, what is she doing? What, what's actually happening around her? What's going on in her day?
1: Yeah. Good question. So just to clarify, like you might hear in the industry, people talk about the unhealthy feminine and the healthy feminine, the unhealthy masculine and the healthy masculine. So we've all got this regardless if we are um, identifying as males or females Mm -hmm. in our body. So if you're in the unhealthy masculine or the toxic masculine, it's when you're like hustling, pushing, you're Mm -hmm. really competitive, you're really critical. Mm -hmm. Things just feel really hard and you're doing all the shoulds, like I have to do this, I have to do this, and mm. you're not prioritising yourself. Yeah. So if you're working maybe from with your healthy masculine, mm. you're very clear, you're very mm-hmm. focused, you've mm-hmm. got the strategy in front of you, you've got safety and support, you've got frameworks, you've got systems. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes total sense,
0: yeah, absolutely. Language and you having the, the psych degree as well, How important is the word, is language to you? Because as soon as I hear the word hustle, Mm -hmm. and I remember a client years ago, she wanted to name one of her products, the Hustling Sisters. And just that word for me at that time just was so out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, do you resonate with the word hustle? And I said, is that what you really want? And I coached her through it and then she was like, actually, I don't like the word hustle, but I feel like that's what we have to do. And I think, what if things could be different? You know, I just remember this whole conversation with her. You were also saying about, you know, that negative masculine space when you're talking about I have to, I need to, I should. I should. Like the energy around that. So, can we dive into some language there and the importance that it plays?
1: Yeah, I love that question. I know with your NLP background, this is like your jam. <laughs> and how I like to rephrase things is, you know, rather than like, you know, you sit down at your desk and you're like, okay, here's my to do list. Like, I have to do X, Y, Z. It's more like, I get to do. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh, I have this business and I get to have an amazing conversation within it. I get to have these co- coaching calls. I get to outsource things to my VA. Mm-hmm. And the whole energy shift is just so different. And yeah. also it comes down to, you know, you would know too with outsourcing, prioritising, mm-hmm. not doing things that are in your zone of genes because you don't have to do it all. And I think that's yeah. something that we always come in um, mm-hmm. and we've been socialised by the patriarchy that, you know, mm-hmm if we want to live like a man we have to do everything like step into their shoes so we think well we have to be the amazing wife mother business owner friend where mm. we can call on support and we don't have to do it all. yeah
0: i think this is a really great segue into how we actually live at home as well because we talk about Women are creating businesses for the first time ever in the last really 40 years for the for the business side of things. But we're still taking on all the responsibility that our grandparents, great-grandparents, our ancestors were doing. Plus, we're also putting the pressure on ourselves to be the CEO of our business, not just the CEO of our home. So for me, it's... And Pete gets this. Like, I really am blessed to have a guy that gets it, mm-hmm. where we're happy to have the cleaner. I do prep before the cleaner comes so she can just get in and scrub.
1: Yeah,
0: And thats I feel that's accountability for me just to keep organised. Yeah. I get an hour on a weekly basis because I thought, you know what, I don't want to have to spend my weekends cleaning. I want to spend my time with my family. The $60 it cost me to get her in? I could earn more than that in in, in the two hours. (laughs) So why would I do it? And then with Pete, with the gardening, he hates it. So I'm like, let's just get someone to do it. Like why spend our time, if we're working during the week, why spend our time doing stuff that we can get somebody else to do and enjoy our time or get them to do it when we could be earning more? So I think this is like really important to understand we don't have to do everything. If, If you are a woman in business and most of you are listening to this, And you are juggling so much, what can you get a subcontract to do? What can you get somebody else to do where your dollar per hour is earned better in your business or even better on your health?
1: Yes. Yeah. It's (laughs) your health. (laughs) yeah your body is your greatest business asset we only have one yeah your instrument to play and Mm -hmm. we want it to be thriving so you can have the amazing downloads of what it is you're going to share and be the best for your clients yeah and I think it comes to through to also having embodied boundaries so like you said Mm. you're lucky with Pete that Pete just gets it and I've had to really um like my husband is also wonderful but I had to educate him Mm. on you know, it's this un, um, unwritten assumption that women take on these roles, like mm. the motherly uh, yes. roles, the home. Like where has mm-hmm. that been written? Um, yeah. and, and even when you're running a business and you're working just as many hours as you do it all. And I had to be very, mm. very clear and say, like, this is what I'm available for and this yeah. is what I'm not. I need you to mm-hmm. help here or we need to outsource it. Yeah. Because I, this is affecting my um, income, and my ability to earn if I'm Mm. going to do all this. So we need another way. And I feel like since having those conversations, you know, a few years ago, things are much more equitable. Mm. I feel much more happy and supported. But I had to have those discussions and I had to really hold those boundaries strong within myself and know that I'm doing it for the greater good Mm. of myself my family and for the world
0: and to not feel guilty because even yeah. though Pete's great with it there's some things that you know we still have to have that conversation yeah. the important thing is to be able to have the conversation before like you were saying the different levels yeah. of yeah. your armor before yeah. the anger <laughs> it's like <That's laughs> right.
1: Which exactly. is not transparent, it has happened
0: uh, in my household.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah, it's, a, it's a constant conversation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a constant reminder.
0: Let's talk about the work that you do. I know that you work, you know, extremely hard but extremely smart with the women. What is it like doing work with you? Like, is it a, a private one-on-one? Is it a group type of thing? Because this is pretty personal yeah. stuff, but... Yeah. Sometimes I think with women we learn more being in a group, but then sometimes the breakthrough is better one-on-one. How does it work with you?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. So I do offer both one-on-one mentoring containers and a feminine Business Mastermind, so it's group high-level mentoring. Um, And my focus at the moment is on the mastermind because I am seeing the benefit of having a really safe, supportive container of other like-minded women Mm. and doing this deep work of like, you know, similar to what I was sharing with you about, going into the body and doing an embodied um, process but then Mm. also talking strategy because everyone has a similar tension in their body that they need releasing and they need strategy around it so just for example last week I had a client who has got multiple businesses she's a professional Mm -hmm. creative she was going into a meeting just after our call with um, a major hotel chain in China and she it was, like, going to be a very big project. She's like, I'm super, super nervous. And I just did an embodiment process for her to liberate that. And everybody did it on the call. And then we talked about, well, how are we going to go into this? How are you going to pitch yeah. this? And then she messaged me after saying, oh, my gosh, Ains, like I just owned that. I felt so grounded, so powerful, and everything just flowed. And then I got a text the other day saying, you know, deal is signed. It's major expansion. Um, and so it was just the power of balancing the feminine and the masculine and all the other women yes. witnessed it. Tapped into their mm-hmm. codes and they experienced it as well.
0: Yeah, and that's amazing because sometimes we have to be vulnerable for other people to learn, right? Yeah. We have to be able to share share our shit so people yeah. go, okay, I'm I'm normal. But then, like you said, like they actually got to see the transformation and what it actually does, you know, on the other side of it. Again, with with the business energetically because everything comes down to energy. Exactly. Now, I heard you say something which I have heard once before. And the first time I heard it, I remember thinking this is coming from a really good source, but it sounded so out there to me. This was a few years ago. I didn't explore it further. Mm-hmm. And then I heard you say it, and I thought, okay, this is the second time that now I've heard this. <laughs> and it's about working in, with our cycle. Oh, yes. And also the cycle of the moon. Yes. Now, I've gotten more and more into the moon, the cycling of the moon, but then hearing you talk about the feminine cycle with our menstrual cycle, how we need to work or should work or where the energy goes, can we dive into that? Because I would love personally, just selfishly, I would love to know more about that.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited that you asked about this. I love it. So, you know, just backtrack. We are taught this myth of eternal expansion from the patriarchy that success is linear, it goes up and up Mm -hmm. and up, and we need to work harder, do more, be more, have more, and then we're successful, and then that's where our sense of worth comes from. But we are all cyclic beings. Like, As women, we've got like a 28-day cycle. Um, Mm -hmm. Same with the moon, men have like a a 24-hour cycle. But when you think of Mother Nature, everything is cyclic. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm so into leveraging our cycle so we can work smarter rather than harder. And when it comes to our menstrual cycle, we've got four different seasons within our cycle. Um, Mm -hmm and then i've got a i've got a free download that goes into this in more detail so for example when we're in our menstrual cycle when we're bleeding this is when we mm-hmm. really want to rest the more we rest and look after ourselves in this part of our cycle the better the rest of the cycle is and we can ah. see our our period as a report card so often uh-huh. if you've had a really bad period it can mean that you haven't looked after yourself the previous cycles okay wow yeah mm. and so then and for me when i learned this like just before I had Xanthi, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, I get permission to rest? That's amazing. Like that was revolutionary to me. I'm like, and it will actually help me. So on those days I don't schedule um, podcast interviews. I don't do clients. I really just try to yeah. keep a low profile. Wow, then you move into spring. And mm-hmm. spring is when you're into like brainstorming, projects are kind of coming in and you're expanding. Mm-hmm. And then in your ovulation period, which is like a shorter window, that's your summer. That's when uh-huh. you are most articulate. That's when you wanna be visible. That's when you wanna connect and network. And, and like, it's a great time for selling, it's a great time oh, for networking. Yeah. And uh-huh. that is when you're actually more magnetic. So as a woman, your pheromones are out, you uh-huh. look better, you know, your skin's better. You just, your body, like you might be feeling a little bit slimmer, etc. Yeah. And then we move into our autumn. So our premenstrual phase, that's the longest one. and mm-hmm. often gets a bad rap, but there's so much potency in there because it's when we're looking at wrapping things up. So it's really great time to be like, creating content and wrapping things up or when we're mm. attuned to details, so like bookkeeping, maybe editing, et cetera, et cetera. But everybody's different too. So mm-hmm. it, I really encourage people to look at their own cycles mm-hmm. and track it for three months and just see where you feel like doing things, how you're feeling and yeah. use it. That's how I schedule all my launches. That's how I do like, yeah, like launches into my containers, how I create content. It's all mm-hmm. around my cycle.
0: Oh, now this might be throwing a spanner in the works. What happens for m- women that have gone through menopause? So they yeah. no longer have their menstrual stop cycle. How is yeah. it different? Is it different for them? How do they know where they yeah. are on track? And that's where it's
1: really good to use the lunar cycle, so using the moon ah, okay. as their guide. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, you're looking at the full moon and the um the new moon and then mm-hmm. all the different moons it's quite complex but you absolutely can use the moon as a guide like the full moon often is like the expansion that's kind of a lot sometimes it does align with your summer so ovulation and uh-huh. the new moon is like going inwards reflecting retreating on yeah. your period but for other women it's the complete opposite so that's why I really do invite people to tune into your cycle yes. and work your cycle
0: Talking about we need to understand ourselves better, you have a gift today for the ladies listening, and it is a planner for them to really start to work out their direction, their alignment. Can you
1: actually share a little bit about that gift? Yeah, so it's a pleasure and productivity planner. So it's a weekly planner that you can use at the start of your week to really craft a week that aligns With you. So it aligns where your energy is at, your energy cycle and your menstrual cycle. So the first thing we do is we dive in deep into how you feel and where you're at in Mm -hmm. your menstrual cycle, because that dictates what kind of tasks that you want to do. And Mm -hmm. then we look at your pleasure non negotiables. So what things are you scheduling into your week? And they must Mm -hmm. be scheduled in before any to dos. And this really helps to fuel you know, your excitement, your pleasure during the week. And then we and that's all the feminine. So we're sourcing mm-hmm. that from your body. And then the final part is like your MIT. So what are the three most important tasks mm-hmm. that are really going to drive your business forward? So we're balancing mm-hmm. out the feminine energy and how you feel with the masculine doing, the go energy. Yeah. yeah so it's very simple, but it's very powerful framework.
0: Mm, so I was going to say when you're going through launch periods as well what do you do? Cause there's things that you have to do, but you just answered that question, which is you still write down the three most important tasks, but what's even more important is how are you going to keep putting the pleasurable stuff yeah. in to keep that vibration high. So yeah. we are still the happiest version that we know of ourselves and not have that burnout. Um, it's yeah. Beautiful. So guys, uh, it, this is the URL, but if you're on iTunes and depending on where you listen to it, sometimes we've got the description underneath for other platforms too. It's starting with A, A for Ainsley. So starting with A.com forward slash gift. Now, if you are driving, and you can't click on anything. If you just go to my website, annetlackmage.com, you'll see Ainsley, the blog post from today's interview. Click on that and all the information's there. Anything we mentioned on the show, we actually have the links to it. Ainsley, we have two different types of women listening to the show. Women in startup and women in growth. And they're all here to learn to be the next better version of themselves though we understand with the women in the startup there's a lot of pressure on ourselves we have pressure on ourselves because normally you know we've all been there even if we're in the growth we know what it's like we've taken that leap and we're backing ourselves to say I believe that I can do this business this product this service I'm getting it out there some women have stepped away from full income you know jobs with salaries And now really been able to make ends meet to be able to financially back themselves. So there's a lot of pressure there. There's, you know, they're testing, they're trialing. There's a lot of um, like hustling energy, if we were to use that word, Uh, pressure on themselves. I want you to give a message to them. If you could say one thing that they need to learn or take on board right now based on your expertise, what would it be?
1: I really do feel that it's all about dropping into the body in that first, you know, as you're expanding Mm -hmm. and listening to your inner truth, which really means just listen to your body. If you need Mm -hmm. to rest, rest. If you feel like you want to offer this, offer this. Like don't get so caught up in the strategy. I feel like Mm -hmm. in that startup, everyone's in the should and they're following and they're doing so many courses, which is great, but really come back to what is true for you. I, Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And rest. Like, mm-hmm. don't give up because I do feel like many people, like, they try something once and they give up. You've got to keep going, keep going, keep going, refine, refine, refine. Mm-hmm. Don't give up, but also allow yourself to rest because you will burn out. And yes, some people yeah. get back up and get into it and they move into that next phase of business, and other people are just like, this is too hard. Um, yeah. but if you can look after yourself in that startup phase, it'll make life so much easier. Mm. Yeah. And I think you were saying as well,
0: um, when you're starting that week and you're planning, if we're planning the pleasurable stuff, I was saying in one of the last podcasts and we're talking about you're saying your body and I actually have a saying which is your body is your business. Yeah. And if you just know that you're not a person who's going to wake up early in the morning or you just know that you're too busy at night or you're burnt out, plan the exercise in the middle of the day exactly. and even when you feel like these bits of pressure, you were saying rest, that rest could actually be just the rest away from the desk and, well, that was a rhyme right there, rest away from the desk <laughs> and and go for a walk because that 20-minute walk yeah. gives us the space to enable that creative genius zone to come back to us again. Yeah. So um, rest is absolute key. Let's talk about the woman she is going for it. Let's say she's at your level where you're expanding again you know you've got this mastermind you've been coaching for years you've won awards you've done all this stuff and you know your goods you know how good you are but you're ready to step up and a lot of the women that listen to the show are like that and i probably say majority are where they are the high achieving female they're always wanting to go to that next thing they are dreamers what would be, say, your best piece of advice for where they are at to help them continually just expand and, and really be the, you know, bigger force for, bring that beautiful force out to the world that they really are meant to be here to yeah. do?
1: I have two, two suggestions. The first one is be in that expansive energy, like really tune into yeah. your vision and keep coming back to it and feel in your body a sense of expansion, spaciousness and up-leveling. Like that's something that I'm really committed to doing because Mm. to me, success, this is what I've heard from other mentors, is 80% calibration of your body and the energy, 20% doing. Like it's about being the magnet and allowing that to come in and 20% strategy. Yeah. And the other thing is, and this is what i found from Mm. my own experience and Mm. then also looking at my clients, is get support. Like, Be around other women or entrepreneurs who are doing what you want. And that's what I've done Mm. this year in terms of working with you and Pete. And that's had a Mm. significant impact on me already just in the few months that I've been working with you guys and being around people who are doing what I want to do and the level that I want to go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, huge shifts. So support and your energy.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that energy goes to who you are actually hanging around as well, like you're saying, because sometimes we have to put ourselves into these groups. So we are around that same vibration. Um, When Pete and I went into business together with ourselves, I went, right, we both now need a coach. We need someone that we need to work with and we want to be in a group as well with people that are even, you know, more experienced with us. So we just plonked ourselves in this new group that was last year. And I tell you what, it's that positive energy and that positive environment, you see what's possible and that expansion happens again. I even think that 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 first part of your answer, which you were talking about the expansion, like that is i think that's the one thing we need to tap into even in that startup phase right yeah. like it's like like you said drop yourself into that feeling of you know where you're going next and 80% is that calibration of that energy and 20% is um was the what we were you saying doing. was the the doing and i think you know even with that for the startup yeah there's a lot of doing with the startup phase though we we do actually forget about that calibration of energy. So absolutely amazing. So we're talking about alignment. We're talking about really how do we be the best version of ourselves. I would love to know, Ainsley, what is the one thing that you do on a very regular basis? Something that you know it brings you into the best version of you possible, something that gets you away from your desk, something
1: that you do on a very regular basis, what would it be? So it's an embodied movement practice. So to watch it, it looks so weird. And if anybody's followed me on Instagram, they're probably like, what the heck is she doing? And so it's moving your body and tuning yeah. into how you feel. So there might be a liberation practice, you might be like releasing all the tension. There might be a pleasure practice, it might be a magnetism practice. But essentially, I've like got my headphones on, I've got a playlist, yeah. and I'm on yeah. all fours just moving my body and tuning into my body. And it when I first came across it, I was like, what the heck is this? This looks ridiculous, but it has been life-changing. And for someone who's always in their head, dropping yeah. into your body um, so it's similar to if you do like ecstatic dance or something, but yeah. it's more like you're, you're tuning into like there's a tension in my shoulder, I'm just going to like let that go. Or oh, I'm feeling pleasure in my wrist, how can I let that expand?
0: We had a lady on called Jennifer Love mm-hmm. and very similar answer. She said, I love to stretch like a cat and she said, I'll just move my body and it's similar. You explained it completely different so I love it this is just yeah that's so great thank you so much Ainsley we could talk for hours on this subject how could we get to know you more learn more you mentioned about you've got the mastermind we've got a podcast let's just um let everyone know some of the best ways to get a hold of you and learn from you and just dive into that before we wrap it up
1: yeah sure so I do spend a lot of time on Instagram so you can find me at Mm -hmm. Ainsley Young or my website startingwitha.com. and I regularly do share on my podcast which is the Feminine Business School so you can find me on Apple iTunes and Spotify
0: such a great name for a podcast very very got a lot of jealousy there great name (laughs) (laughs) big congratulations everything you're doing um just so glad that you are in my life because this stuff is just needed in the world and um, yeah just can't wait to continually watch you evolve and just really make amazing changes with the women out there thank you so much for your time and your genius thank you so much for having me it's been a great conversation you're listening to the herpreneur show i hope you received the inspirational idea thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.